Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Breaking news, Bill Belichick and the Patriots are parting ways. Mutual, a mutual separation. And we've got a lot to discuss. This man is an absolute... Marvel in terms of the historical uh, things he's brought to the game. I mean, this guy's been unbelievable. Hasn't been really the same since Tom Brady left. What came first, the chicken or the egg? That debate is not going to go away. But there's also no reason to uh, uh, think that this guy won't land somewhere. Not immediately because there's a lot that needs to take place, but... We'll, we'll go over all that and more. The Fantasy Football Show Breaking News Edition. Bill Belichick out of New England. Doing it live. File on in. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots are parting ways, a mutual agreement. We knew this was kind of coming. It's kind of funny that the whole, uh, I don't know, sports media world is acting really shocked. I know it's a big deal once it finally happened. Everyone's like, oh, what in the hell is going on? It's finally here. But we kind of expected this. But Bill Belichick, before we get into where we where he, where you think he could go, what's going on? Is he is he still the same coach? Could he even is he is he a problem? Because in in the sports media world, they're you know praising his name as we should. But I don't know if he's the same guy. I don't really know what Bill Belichick is because since Tom Brady and Bill Belichick parted ways, we haven't seen the same coach. We haven't seen the same kind of offense. We've seen. An absolute kind of travesty in terms of, of fantasy football production from the players involved in Bill Belichick offenses. But before we go there, this man had six Super Bowl wins, 31 playoff wins, 17 division titles, and 11 straight uh, division titles from 2009 to 2019. Uh, 11 straight. That's unbelievable. He will 100% go down as... One of the best coaches to ever play the game, no doubt, uh, or to coach the game. And, uh, you know, th- there's no debating any of that, okay? But we're here from a little bit different perspective than most media worlds coming out talking about this. We're talking about what's the impact to the fantasy football landscape and just the NFL landscape. And and, and we're not here to praise his name all show long. I know a lot of other other places you're going to find that we're getting right to the meat and potatoes of what it all means the coaching carousel the coaching trackers on screen we've had bill belichick on it we had a question mark on new england yesterday and now we get to remove that and say new england needs a coach so i i i feel like i don't know i don't know where the most logical situation is for him right now other than the chargers okay like that's a logical place but as a lot of uh, Adam Schefter uh, has reported, and I believe this to be a pretty logical take, there the, the landing spot might not be currently on the board. The landing spot might be the Dallas Cowboys if the Cowboys end up letting McCarthy go if the Cowboys get knocked out of the playoffs you know, from the jump. If the Cowboys go deep into the playoffs, I think McCarthy stays. If the Cowboys get knocked out right away, it's very well known McCarthy will be gone which is kind of like a lot of pressure and kind of weird when you think about it. Like, here's a coach taking his team to the playoffs, and he's being 
you know, everyone's telling him, he's hearing it everywhere, and and I believe it to be true. He's got a, a leash on him, a short leash on him. He's taking his team to the playoffs. They're looking phenomenal. They're scoring great. Dak's playing out of his mind, and literally, he is going to be fired if this team's knocked out of the playoffs. It feels very true, even though maybe it's speculative. It does feel very true. There's probably, in my estimation, a 50, 50% chance. Thank you for everybody being here. Uh, first in the building, by the way, was Matt O, Travis Rowe, uh, Sandu, uh, Matt DeWolf. We got Klondike in the building. Lupo, Corey, Sick Nasty. Appreciate my mod squad coming in here. Uh, uh, Huli, uh, uh, Amy Superfish, and Big O all in the building. Jay Wiz, appreciate you all. There's a 50% chance, in my opinion, that the landing spot for Bill Belichick isn't on the board right now. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. That, that it's, a, it's a Dallas Cowboy opportunity. It's, a, it's one of these opportunities maybe right here. You know, teams that maybe need something and they need to potentially move on. Maybe it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know, maybe it's 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 Dallas the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, there's certainly there's certainly some other opportunities, right? I don't think we can sit here and go, "This is it." These are the teams that need head coaches. Obviously, take the New England Patriots out of it. You've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. If you take the Patriots out. That's seven landing spots, teams that need head coaches. Here are the opportunities. Very, very rich group of, of, of coaches that I think are very, very good. The only one I don't love on this board, and, and Tomlin's a what if, and you know Ron came on, we talked about there's a, a small percentage chance that he's maybe wanting to, to part ways as well. This is a weird situation right now where you've got, you've got, uh, uh, Saban retiring, old school Bill Belichick type coach that that coaching tree producing so many player, uh, so many coaches uh, below him, and 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 Bill Belichick creating so many offspring as well. Saban and Belichick day apart, stepping away from their situations. Saban retiring, most likely, and and who knows if that sticks. And Belichick, we don't think's retiring, but you never know on that. And and you've got those two things happening at the same time. This is my and so it wouldn't shock me if if Tomlin, like you know, Ron said yesterday, there's uh, uh, rumors circling around Pittsburgh, according to to Ron and and some other sources, you know, r- little rumblings that maybe Tomlin doesn't want to stay anymore. You know, and so that Pittsburgh Steelers could be on the board here. So Dallas could be on the board. Pittsburgh could be on the board. There could be a couple different scenarios of teams that aren't in the picture right now that pop up for Bill Belichick. And, and I believe that's in that, that's what Adam Schefter is even reporting or speculating. Now, he's not the best speculator on the planet. Let's be honest. He's very connected. He's very good at what he does when he's on, when he's focused, when he goes off on, the, on, the, on a tangent or on, off the rails, starts trying to predict stuff. He gets a little wild, but I do believe there's some, uh, some, some logic to it. But as of right now, with the seven teams, not including New England being the eighth team, seven teams on the board, the only logical choice for me, uh, Seattle's kind of logical, but I don't know that I don't know that I want that. Like, what do I want, and what do I think is potentially capable of happening? Or two two different things. I hate to say it with with the accolades that this man comes with. Um, oh, look at that man! 
<laughs> look at that man. Wrong button. Devon Achan. Look at him. He's such a monster. Uh, uh, the accolades that this man, Bill Belichick, comes with. Six Super Bowls, 31 playoff wins, 17 division titles, 11 straight from twenty uh, from 2009 to 2019. Like, this is an amazing coach right here. The, the accolades are just absolutely... They're impossible to repeat. Like, this guy... But he had Tom Brady. What came first? The chicken or the egg? What came first? Bill Belichick, Tom Brady. Who's really good? Who's really the reason Bill Belichick got where he was? Doesn't matter. Can't separate player from coach. Can't separate coach from player. But we haven't seen him produce the same kind of outcome since Tom Brady left. And so I, I, I have to tell you, I don't know how excited I am about him taking over some of these situations where there's a lot of firepower that needs to be cultivated and, 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 and shaped and molded and sculpted. And you've got Seattle who needs a quarterback. Bill Belichick's crap in the bed on the quarterback situation. Bill Belichick doesn't know how to bring a quarterback in. He doesn't know what he's doing anymore when it comes to the quarterback position. Nor does he know what he's doing with the running back. Because he's absolutely let Ramondre Stevenson wither away and I hope he bounces back. Ramondre might be one of the most crafty bounce-back candidate running backs in the National Football League in Fantasy Football 2024 because Stevenson will be a forgotten man. Stevenson will have left a bad taste in people's mouths, and I don't know that I want this man, the hoodie, Bill Belichick, who, again, give him his props. Six Super Bowls, 31 playoff wins, 17 division titles. I understand what I'm saying here. I don't know that he's the best candidate at all on this board. In fact, he might be the one person I don't want going to any of these locations that we want to deliver fantasy football. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Production. Do I want him in Seattle as the quarterback problem solver and quarterback whisperer in Seattle so DK Metcalf and JSN and Kenneth Walker can be used properly? Hell no. I don't want Bill Belichick anywhere near Kenneth Walker's workload because what he'll do is do more of the same of what we've seen. We need a coach that says Kenneth Walker's a playmaker. Kenneth Walker can help us win. Let's feed Kenneth Walker. Let's get a quarterback in that can feed both JSN and DK Metcalf. Let's trade for a Justin Fields. Let's get aggressive as a Seattle Seahawks team that has all the components that are needed to win a division. Oh, Niner fans are going to laugh at that. This team could win a division. This team could win a division if they had the right quarterback in place. They're doing great things with Geno. You put fields here in Seattle, it's a whole different ball game. I don't think Bill Belichick has the mindset or the quarterback whispering capability to be fixing this situation. Now, maybe this one's not half bad because Herbert's there. You're not going to mess that up. There are enough players in, in place at the wide receiver position that if they don't address it like I would, because if it was me, I would 100%, without a hesitation, without an equivocation, without any sort of stuttering or second-guessing, I would, in this Chargers number 5 overall pick, even if I had to move it up to number 2, would take Marvin Harrison Jr. without a doubt, without a pause, without any sort of, of second-guessing, no doubt about it in my mind. Just been Smitty approved. There is no better landing. Look at that guy. 
Look, I keep hitting the wrong button. Look at that guy. There is no better landing spot at all, period. End of discussion. No debating. There's no better landing spot than Marvin Harrison Jr. in a Chargers situation. There just isn't. Marvin Harrison Jr. with Herbert is glory. I don't care if Keenan Allen had a great year. Keenan Allen is turning 30. Ziggy, how old is Keenan Allen? He gets this wrong. Ziggy, how old is Keenan Allen? Are you asleep? Keenan Allen is 31 years old. He Thir- was born on April 27, 1992. Turning 32. Ziggy off. Allen. Turning 32. Turns 30. There he is again. Turns 32. Turns 32. Do you understand what that is? I know everybody wants to pretend Keenan Allen's going to live forever. Turns 32. Ziggy, how old is Cooper Cup? Cooper Cook is 30 years old. 30. He was born on Turning 31. 1993. Turning 31. So while everybody's really quick to say Keenan Allen's going to live forever, look how quickly people jumped off the Cooper Cup train as he played through his 30-year-old season. Cooper Cup's turning 31. People are going to jump off that train very quickly. Keenan Allen's going to be 32. I, Marvin Harrison Jr. is the only answer. If you want to have this man, Herbert, climb to glory and absolutely become the top four or five quarterback he can become. You need it. You need to do it. Quentin Johnson's soft. Quentin Johnson is soft. Mike Williams who? How many games is he going to play? Keenan Allen's 32 years old walking into 2024. You need Marvin Harrison. But neither here nor there. Let's pretend the hoodie goes to this situation. Let's put him up there for right now. Let's just move this man. Our first movement of this board. We haven't moved a single one of these. Bill Belichick. What if he lands in, in a Chargers uh, uh, situation? What happens? I, I think there's there's less to break here. There's less to fix here. I still think he could do well if they botch it and don't go after Marvin Harrison hardcore. They need to find an RB. Maybe they bring in a Derrick Henry. Maybe they bring in one of these running backs that are free agents walking into 2024. Barkley's on the table. Henry's on the table. Jacobs is on the table. Swift, Pollard, Eckler, they're all potential uh, landing spots or landing pieces for these landing spots. And then you say to yourself, maybe the hoodie has a decent shot at being a great coach in L.A. Tough. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. To say, I don't want him here. There's too many things to fix. I don't want him here. You got to figure out the quarterback spot. The last thing in the world we need, I don't care if he had Tom Brady. It sounds logical to a casual to say, hey, you don't think Bill's the right man for the job given he coached Tom Brady? I think Tom Brady might have partially coached Bill Belichick. And you could laugh at that all you want, but that's the way I feel. And I think Bill Belichick, if you give him the right puzzle pieces, a la a Chargers situation, I'm feeling more comfortable that that fits within his purview, his ability, his skill set to navigate and coach and be, be able to be successful. I don't think that Bill Belichick will find success in Seattle trying to solve the quarterback situation because he's proven he can't do it. He doesn't know wide receivers. He doesn't know tight ends anymore. Oh, Smitty. He had Gronk. 
Hernandez, Gronk, and Tom Brady. I don't care. At this moment, at this time, at this juncture of his career, he doesn't know how to identify wide receivers. He doesn't know how to bring in quarterbacks. He thought Mac Jones was the best thing ever. Didn't see that he had Malik Cunningham sitting there on the roster, even though they kept bringing him back. Malik Cunningham was the best quarterback on the New England Patriot roster all offseason, all in-season. He was the best quarterback that Bill Belichick had. He did nothing with him. Nothing. I don't want Bill anywhere near a situation where he has to try and solve the quarterback situation. I don't want him near any situation where he has to be the quarterback or running back or wide receiver or tight end whisperer because he can't whisper no more. Bill Belichick doesn't know what he's doing at those parts and facets of the game. He needs to go somewhere where the puzzle pieces are in place and other personnel decisions have already been made for him and he's got to coach it up. That's the only place I, I, I can find value for Bill Belichick and I don't think he should be placed in a place where he has to solve a lot of problems. I don't see Bill here. I don't see Bill here. Both of these require a quarterback situation. I don't see Bill here. I see him here. I see him in Washington a little more than I see him in Atlanta. I see him in Washington a little more than Seattle. But these are not good locations. Carolina is not good. Tennessee is not good. And the Raiders, you know, I don't know. It's better than the other landing spots. But really, it's Dallas with Dak. It's the Chargers with Herbert, and it could be the Pittsburgh Steelers potentially if, let's say, Tomlin stepped away and wanted to go elsewhere. It wouldn't be shocking at all at this point. And like I said, when Ron and I were talking about this last night and he was bringing up that vibe and the, the rumors, maybe he said he called it about a 20% chance he believed that Tomlin would want to part ways, start fresh, wouldn't be sh surprising at all. This is a very, very curious year for court, for, for coaching movement. Um, this is the only spot I can see on the map right now until a Dallas Cowboy or Pittsburgh Steeler opportunity maybe opens up. I don't want Bill anywhere near these other options. Washington, put him in Washington. What are we going to lose in Washington anyway? Washington's a place where not a lot of fantasy football production is guaranteed anyway. Atlanta, we can't afford it. Seattle, we can't afford it. The Chargers, what's gonna, what's happening there anyway? They're not getting the most out of it. Why not? Sit him there. Maybe he can fix that. But we can't afford to have Bill Belichick hold down Seattle Seahawks players and Atlanta Falcon players. Send him anywhere else. I'm fine with the Chargers. I'm fine with Washington. Give him to one of these teams. Give him back to New England. I don't even care. But don't send him to Seattle. Don't send him to Atlanta if you're the fantasy gods because we can't afford it. We can't afford another Bijan Robinson misusage situation. We can't. And Bill Belichick is the one coach on this board that feels capable of maybe misusing Bijan Robinson. I don't think Munkin would. I don't think Vrabel would. I don't think Raheem Morris would. I don't think Ben Johnson would misuse Bijan. I don't think Dan Quinn would misuse Bijan. I don't think Pierce or Kellen Moore would misuse Bijan. Bill Belichick misused Ramondre Stevenson. Bill Belichick is, in my opinion, the, the, the worst risk for the fantasy players involved. We need somebody that's going to run the hell out of Bijan Robinson. We need somebody that can fix these quarterback situations. And that's that. That's my take on it. Phone lines are open. Call into the show. Call, call into the show. Uh, dial into the show if you want to discuss this topic. Bill Belichick. New England Patriots parting ways. Appreciate the 105 of you in here on a bright and early freaking, what is it, Thursday? I don't even know my days anymore. Thursday morning. Thursday morning. Smitty thought he was going to sleep in a little bit. Um, but, yeah, so dial in, dial in. Uh, Corey says, hold on, Smitty. Bill actually loves to run the ball. Corey, did you not listen to anything I said? Um... Uh, Sebastian, what's up from Cali? You're live. 
Hey, I noticed you had also mentioned Dallas as a potential landing spot. Is it? Uh, Mike McCarthy going to stay there? A hundred percent, it's a potential landing spot. Um, as I said at, uh, and I don't know if you were here for the whole show, maybe you just popped in, but he's one hundred percent thought to be on a short leash. If he gets knocked out of the playoffs early, let's say, you know, wild card round this, you know, this this coming up weekend, if he gets knocked out, he's gone. He's gone. If he takes them deep into the okay, playoffs. That makes sense. If they if they if he takes him deep into the playoffs, he will most definitely be hanging around. Um, I, I, I guess I shouldn't say it's a certainty, but it's very widely widely thought of as a as a as a very probable outcome if the Dallas Cowboys crap the bed. Because you got to think about it, bro. They've had a lot of opportunities to win in the playoffs. They've had a lot of opportunities to be. They're they're oftentimes thought of to be the best team in football. For a for a majority of the, the of the season, then they get to the playoffs and they they're paper tigers, you know. Like Dak Prescott has had some great years. The Dallas Cowboys have been a top five potent offense for years now, and then you have you have Kellen Moore leave, and you have McCarthy take over, and McCarthy's play calling. You wonder if it's going to work. They struggled a little bit, then they got on track. They started firing on all cylinders. They've done amazing. I I think you and I, I think logical people would say, hey. Doesn't he deserve another year, even if he got bumped out early? I don't think that's the case. That's at least the vibe that you you get from a lot of connected people. But anything could happen, bro. Like, if they got knocked out in the first round, is it a certainty he'll be fired? But it's 100% a possibility. 100%. Okay, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Then I, I definitely do agree with your... Uh... Cowboys or Chargers take. I think those two are the best landing spots. For sure. Because the talent's already there. I, I think Bill Belichick is a hell of a football coach. But he isn't a GM anymore. You had Gronk and Aaron Hernandez, what, 10, 12 years ago? That's, that's over. Tom Brady, 20 years ago? No, he, he shouldn't be a GM, a GM anymore. But I think if he does have talent in front of him, I think he'd be an amazing coach. Maybe not super productive fantasy football wise but he would know how to win games but he needs the, he needs the right scenario and and the Atlanta Falcons are not it because it, it needs a quarter oh, totally it needs quarterback, needs quarterback it needs quarterback whispering I don't care if he had Brady and a very lazy take would be hey he had Brady <laughs> who are you to say he can't bring in a good court we've watched him botch the quarter I mean ask Travis ask poor Travis Rowe our, our, our fellow moderator, ask him how depressing it's been to watch him not understand the quarterback position after so many years of having Tom Brady. I mean, ask Travis how I it feels. Just play the old way of football. Ask Travis if how it feels. And ask Travis oh, how yeah, it feels I, to, I, to, I Corey, to Corey's question. Hold on. To Corey's question, ask Travis how it feels for him to botch the usage of Ramondre Stevenson all year. And not understand how good he is that the offense should run through Stevenson. Ask Travis that question. I mean, Bill Belichick cannot be put in certain situations. He just can't. I think you put him in a Chargers, you know, environment or a Dallas Cowboy environment where he's got the pieces in place, then he could it could be fine. But I I don't I don't think he's the guy that everybody thinks he is right now. If he's not in the greatest opportunity and has a great OC and relinquishes some of these decision-making uh, components of his coaching style because he isn't good at him. I'm not saying he didn't have a part in, in bringing in Tom Brady, uh, in having a part in developing him and making him the quarterback that he was. But let's be honest, Tom Brady was not there to be the starter. You know what I mean? So we have to, in some ways, say to ourselves, was Tom Brady a miracle and blessing for Bill Belichick? And would Bill Belichick have been out of New England in four years, three years, five years, had Tom Brady not risen up? We don't even really know. We don't know what that picture would look like. Tom Brady was not brought in to start. Tom Brady was a magical gem of a find that, yeah, you got to give the Patriots staff, the scouts, uh, Bill Belichick credit for having him on the roster. But t- 
Tom Brady made Bill Belichick. We're pretty clear of that at this point. I don't think this man deserves to have these these accolades taken away from him. I'm not suggesting that. And again, you cannot separate situation from coach or situation from player. Six Super Bowls, 31 playoff wins, 17 division titles, 11 straight division titles from... 11 straight! That's such an amazing stat. 11 straight division titles from 20... From 2009 to 2019. But who was here for the majority of that? Thomas Brady. And and I, I just can't see him solving the problems in these scenarios that have so much talent. We need somebody like Munkin to go to Atlanta or Seattle. We have to have Munkin go to Seattle or, or Atlanta, I think. That would be amazing because this guy is a problem solver. This guy took a an Atlanta Falcons situation, shoved a quarterback into it, the most difficult quarterback to put into any offense. You've got to cater a, the offense around Lamar Jackson. Munkin did it. Munkin also did it without having Lamar Jackson present for a big portion of the offseason. Now, I don't know that he's gonna get you know guarantee be a great head coach. Maybe he craps the bed and he should he should remain an OC. We'll find out. Um, I'm not saying that's a guarantee. I also like Ben Johnson. I love what they've done in Detroit and how they use Gibbs. I think Raheem Morris, why would you not want somebody that's partially responsible for the way that things are going in in, 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 in that Rams offense? There, there's a lot of potential talent on this board. But in Vrabel, Vrabel's a great coach. I think everybody agrees that the Tennessee Titans are off the rocker firing Vrabel. But Bill Belichick is, should not be trusted to be handling personnel decisions. Again, ask Travis, ask New England Patriot fans. Maybe Denny will call in if he's up. I doubt Denny's up. Maybe Denny hasn't gone to bed yet, and Denny can call in and, and talk to us about that. But this is this is a unique situation for a coach that we don't even really know what he is anymore. We don't. I mean, does anybody just want to take these accolades and say this has to translate when in front of your face you've been watching him fail? Uh, hold on, Sebastian. Uh, Boston... Dan, and then I'll go back to Sebastian. Boston, Dan, you're live. How's it going? First of all, shout out Belichick for all the good times in New England. Yeah. Uh, gotta love that. But, yeah, in if we acknowledge the possibility, because it's real, that he could end up in Dallas, I don't think that's good for any of the people there. I mean, look at his track record with the usage of star players in the past. He's I, He yeah. doesn't have a focus on any of these. And right now, it's so good with C.D. Lamb. Yeah, I, I don't want him there. I don't want him I, there. I don't want him no, there. Yeah, I, I'm think, not saying that that's I think the, the place. Chargers is a little different. Yes. Yeah, I just think Dallas. I, you're not going to expect another 14 no. touchdown, 1700 year. If, if, if a if a CD Lamb fantasy owner or just a Dallas Cowboy offensive connoisseur wants Bill Belichick over McCarthy after what McCarthy just did. And after the the way this offense has been, this guy wants to go down to just defense only and and you know and and run the ball, but run the ball in a way that's not going to make a lot of fantasy sense. Okay, let me just tell you that right now. This is yeah. not. This is not. You do not want him in Dallas. I agree. And if I didn't make that point abundantly clear, that is a hundred percent how I feel too. I don't want Dallas to open up yeah. as an opportunity for him. But I'm just saying it's a hundred percent in the cards if McCarthy craps the bed it in is. round yeah. one. I hope McCarthy doesn't crap the bed. And I will say that I, I believe the Dallas Cowboys probably do win this game. I like Jordan Love. Jordan Love and the Packers are certainly capable of it. I love Jordan Love's development. But I do believe the Dallas D will help make this happen and, 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 yep. and bring home a victory. If the Dallas Cowboys win against the Green Bay Packers and they advance at least one round, I do believe McCarthy gets another year. So we'll be hoping for yeah, that. I mean, I, you I, and I are on the yeah. same page. Definitely. I think, um, you know, and, and if, it, as far as it goes for CD, if God forbid Belichick were to end up there, it's not like I'd fade him next year, but I would be very cognizant of where I'd take him. And there would be a few other receivers that have, you know, a little bit over. Yeah, of course, because, of course, of course. Yeah, it's a real situation. Yeah, because, I mean, right. Bill is not going to have the same exact offense. There's, He's not. He's not going to just say, hey, what, what's he not running over here? Coaches are very, very unique. And he's gonna bring his offense. Uh, oh, I, I hope not. I hope not. I, I, I would like to think the Dallas Cowboys are. I mean, now nah, maybe not. Maybe Jerry Jones is like, oh, big name. 
Yeah, you know. Big know. name. We can bring in Bill Bell. That's a big name. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like that's that's all. Jerry Jones, get excited. Yeah. Oh, Jerry. Don't screw it up, Jerry. Uh, all right, hang tight, Boston Dan. Uh, you can hang up if you need to, but uh, Travis Rowe, you're live. T- tell me what you're all thinking. Right. You're you're a New England Patriot fan. Uh, first of all, what are you thinking about Bill? And second, where do you do you agree Dallas would be concerning? Do you believe the Chargers maybe because they have they have so much going wrong anyway? He would be maybe good there. Uh, where where do you like him, Travis? And what do you want to say about him? Um. I apologize. I apologize in advance for my voice. I got a cold right now. But um, I think, uh, well, I've been saying it all along. It was just time to move on. You know, yeah. You can just see things from a mile away when it's just, just something, you know, the shelf life is done. But um, I I think he'd be okay in Los Angeles and really anywhere with an already established um, quarterback that's been in the league for at least a couple of years. You know, a franchise quarterback, in other words, because it'd be hard for him to mess that up. I mean, anyone can mess any situation up. But as long as he brings in a decent, he he might bring a, you know, McDaniels or someone with him who can run an offense okay. And um, but Dallas would be awful, in my opinion. Yeah. Because, like you said, McCarthy opened that offense. I mean turned C.D. Lamb into, you know, when he was drafted, everyone said, oh, he's a top five guy. And then we were saying, oh, well, he's a top ten guy, but he might never quite climb over that hill. And you saw what he did. You have to give him credit for that offense this year. Yeah, McCarthy was a little um, bit scary. Um, I th- I think as as we talked about in the offseason, the fact that he wanted to run the damn ball is what he said, quote, unquote, on a run the damn ball, change right. the – like we all got a little worried. And, and it didn't go well right away. But what we did say is that he'd have to dial it back and kind of return to the Kellen Moore type of offense if, in fact, it wasn't working. And it it wasn't. And so they started throwing the ball again, and then they decided, okay, we're not a running team. Like, we can run, but we're a passing team. And so credit to McCarthy. And I do actually love the way McCarthy's, you know, changed up and adapted to that. And, and CeeDee Lamb absolutely just exploded. But... Why would anybody want to change the recipe? If you go to your favorite restaurant and they got your favorite pasta or your favorite pizza, do you really want to hear the next day when you walk in to get your usual slice? Hey, we changed up all the ingredients. And you're like, what? What? So nobody nobody should be wishing for McCarthy to be gone. Nobody should be wishing for Bill Belichick to go to the Dallas Cowboys. But it is a real possibility if... McCarthy craps the bed, which I don't think will happen. I have the Dallas Cowboys advancing not just this week, but the next week. And so that will be enough, I believe, to keep him in the good graces of of 2024. So uh, real quickly, let me just, uh, and then I'll go back to you, Travis. Rumor is Belichick just walked in uh, Goodell's office, pointed at the door and said, get out of my chair. Uh, Okay. Okay, come up for Goodell's job. Uh, uh, but Goodell's got a, a, a nice little co- uh, contract extension, doesn't he? So I don't. Uh, Damn Smitty going live when I'm at work while I'm already listening to Smitty from last night. Feeling spoiled. Thank you. Call your boy loud. Uh, both shows will take care of you, bro. You need to watch that Devon HN episode because it's glorious. It, it, it's, we announced him as a Saturn man. The Saturn man. One small step for man, one giant leap for Saturn. So watch that episode for sure. Finish watching that. Deckard, love the midday breaking news. Thank you. We go live whenever news breaks. That's the nature of the show. Um, And uh, don't forget, we have the Dynasty channel as well. But your boy goes live when news breaks. Okay, Travis, what what else are you thinking here? Thank you, Deckard. Thank you uh, for your super Um, chats, guys. How you said, you know, credit to McCarthy for, you know, not banging his head against the wall doing the same thing. That's the fear with Belichick is that he is stubborn. And you see it sometimes where he'll he'll, he'll clearly go out there and think, oh, we're just going to, you know, run the ball down their throats and they'll stack boxes. He'll just keep running into the line for two and a half quarters until, you know, end of the game and then they start throwing a little. And that was a big frustration over the past couple of years is it didn't seem like him or – 
I don't know if it was his coordinators or him or whoever it was, they weren't adapting. I know they didn't have weapons, which hurts too, but they didn't seem willing to adapt at all. And then you had stuff like um, uh, Kendrick Bourne or Kendrick Bourne, beginning of the year, he had the big game. And then there was a whole thing about, oh, he's getting too cocky. So he just get it throw to him for two, two or three games, you know, and it's like stuff like that, you know, would constantly, his stubbornness would back him into a corner. All the way back to when he sat Malcolm Butler during the Super Bowl, you know. So he could get away with it to a point with Brady, but you can't get away with those things now. And I don't see him changing that mindset. Yeah. So, Anthony, to answer your question, um, if Bill Belichick landed in Atlanta, is Bijan still a Saturn man? I mean, there's going to be a lot more concern injected into the situation. I, I think that he's safer than than uh, Arthur Smith in terms of using him and recognizing the talent. I think we'd have to find out, is there an offensive coordinator that has a lot of say, you know, going into the into the season like we'd have to find out all that information but I, I think in general we'd have a little bit of a freak out session for sure but let's hope that doesn't come to it uh <laughs> it certainly could uh i don't know i don't know i um uh, one other thing i was going to say real quick was that i don't think he wanted mac jones i think that came from the ownership i think he wanted to go after michael parsons in that draft yeah, I don't know. That's tough to say. Um, Tomlin isn't going anywhere. Well, the the rumors, the small rumors, are that he wants to leave Robert. So it's not it's not about whether he be fired. It's kind of like um, him stepping away and trying a new avenue is what the 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 rumors are, according to Ron and a few other people that hear it in Pittsburgh, but. I don't know. That it's, it, we called it about a 20% chance that, that maybe Tomlin decides to walk away and try something new. It's that year. It's that kind of year. You know what I mean? Like, the, it's, Saban retires. Har, Harbaugh's yeah. leaving college and coming to the pros, potentially. Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots part ways mutually. Tomlin and the Steelers could part ways mutually that way. Um, so... That, you know that's 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 what the that's what some of the rumors and rumblings are. Doesn't mean they're true, but he's certainly on the board. Why would he leave? Try something new. He's been there for a long, 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 long time. Um, yeah, Ben Johnson would be a good, very good addition to any one of these teams. To be honest, I I, I like Ben Johnson. I think Ben Johnson. I really like Raheem Morris as well. Todd Munkin. Those are probably probably my top three options and none of them guaranteed disappointment probably will come from one of them but I mean I, yeah, I, 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 I'd i love to see what Ben Johnson did and helped do in Detroit over in Atlanta with Bijan that would be ideal for me I, fun, I, yeah. I think that would be yeah Munkin would be nice in Seattle because of the way he the way he navigated Baltimore, I think that would be great. I think he'd bring in the right quarterback. You know, I don't know if you remember, Munkin, you know, Munkin was in some ways uh, kind of, you know, probably responsible for getting Lamar, you know, on the, on the, on the right page, you know, and everything. And, like, I'm sure he had something to do with Lamar being like, okay, I feel really confident with this situation, but... Hopefully, hopefully Munkin does succeed if he does get the head coaching reins and he doesn't like you know botch it and and has to because sometimes you know an offensive coordinator goes and becomes a head coach he's got too much on his plate and then he just can't balance it all and it's kind of like being a really really good architect and your job is to architect things and then the firm that hires you the new firm that hires you you're crushing it at your architect f- firm your architecture firm and then now you're supposed to manage the entire like company and be an architect half time and then you're you suck at being an architect all of a sudden so like uh, there is that possibility that these some of these minds are great in their focused area of what they do but uh we'll see 
Bears should keep Fields and take Marvin Harrison, says Hayden. That's definitely on in the cards, bro. Definitely in the cards. Bill probably brings his coaching staff with him wherever he goes. I don't know. Depends on the landing spot. Someone might say no. No. Tough to say, bro. Tough to say. Arthur Smith over Belichick in Atlanta. Tony, get out of here, Tony. Don't say that. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> no. All right, uh, Sebastian, you got anything else? Yeah, actually, speaking of Arthur Smith, I know how high we are on Bijan going into next year, obviously, because of the whole talent usage issue. But what about Kyle Pitts? I, I think he kind of flew under the radar with this firing because I, I know you remember Arthur Smith was purposely ignoring Kyle Pitts' talent as well. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, we talked about that quite a bit. Um, yeah, I, I mean, London, even more than Kyle Pitts, but London Pitts are 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 going to go to the moon if they get a, a offensive coordinator-minded head coach like Munkin. Or if Ben Johnson strolls into Atlanta, then all of a sudden you're going to start seeing Kyle Pitts get used like crazy. So, yeah, of, cor- of course, of course, 100%. But we talk about that a lot. I think all three of, of uh, like, th- what you probably hear me say more often than anything else is that I don't think everyone remembers or has a great understanding anymore, and I don't blame anyone, and this goes for me too. We forget how good Atlanta is. Atlanta is ready. They just need their quarterback. They have They have one of the most potent potential offenses you could find if you implement the right system and get a quarterback in there. They've got... Uh, they've got a, a wide receiver in Drake London who was taken number what four overall. They've got the, a tight end that was taken number eight overall. They got a running back that was taken number eight overall, and now they ironically have the number eight overall pick again. And you get an opportunity to do whatever you want. You could address the defense. You could address the offensive line. You could address whatever you want with that pick. But we have a situation where, you know, the Atlanta Falcons are are so good and ready. You just need the right person in there to bring in the right quarterback. Like Fields, you need somebody that can aggressively say, hey, you know, we'll go ahead and we'll trade for for Justin Fields. We'll be that aggressive team. We'll give up our number eight overall pick for him if that's what it takes. And then Chicago's got uh, Caleb or whoever they want there. Somehow try and maneuver that eight pick up to get Marvin Harrison, or maybe they take neighbors and then they get a, a, an offensive lineman or defensive piece. And then Chicago starts building their team. You know, you put neighbors and Caleb together. That's pretty damn good, man. You know? So, so like if, if I'm, if I'm Atlanta, I'm getting aggressive for Justin Fields. I am, I'm going all in. And if I was interviewing for that job, in Atlanta, I'd be saying I would do everything in my power to go get a Justin Fields. Uh, and even if Atlanta drafts one of these rookie quarterbacks, this is the year to do it. There are three to four really, really good quarterbacks. Even if it was Bo Nix, I love Penix Jr. in Atlanta. I think that's fantastic. I love the Penix Jr. hate. It fuels me. He's a midseason monster at the very least. I don't change my thoughts on Penix Jr. and his his eventual outcome. I just think that maybe, you know, not doing what he was supposed to do in our eyes in that championship game against a really good defense that, as Ray G said, made everybody look mediocre. People can say what they want, but Penix Jr. would be fantastic in Atlanta. Bo Nix would be great. Drake May. Wouldn't be a bad option in Atlanta. I mean, he's a, he's probably a pretty good fit for that system or or, or what that system could be with Bijan, with Kyle Pitts, with London. What that system should be. That system should be something special is what I'm saying. Um, Hold on a second. I got a, I got a $20 hauler here from Stanton dropping a 20 watt. Alert. Super chat alert. Stanton, appreciate you dropping the 20 wad. What screen was I on here? Stanton says, uh, cracking the streets and doing it live. Smitty, you're my boy. Stanton, I appreciate you dropping a super, pal. 
and, and a 20 at that. You're, you're the man, the myth, the legend. Stanton to the moon. Let's send you to the moon, pal. Is that okay with you? To the moon. All right, uh, Sebastian, anything else before I let you jump? Uh, no, sir. I'll uh, definitely tune into the show and watch your uh, previous streams because I obviously missed stuff. Yeah, so go, I'll do that right now. Actually, go, go watch the Dynasty channel too because we're trying to get the watch hours up so we can I can monetize that bad boy. Um, it's at the bottom of my YouTube. If you go to my YouTube, um, at the bottom, if you're watch, if you're looking at mobile, all you got to do is scroll to the bottom and you'll see all my channels down there. Um, and then if you're on mobile, same thing on the main YouTube homepage. Just scroll to the bottom. And you'll see channels. Uh, there's also on the right of this, you can see memberships, store channels, just click channels. Um, or just go to the fantasy uh, youtube.com slash dynasty fantasy football. But go check out the dynasty videos that we're going to blow the dynasty channel up. It's going to be unbelievable. So watch both, watch both channels. All right. Later, Sebastian. Later. Appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you. Later. Uh, Travis, anything else on this topic? Yeah, just that. I think it's just from the past couple of years of being kind of let down. Uh, I'm not complaining. I know as a Patriots fan, I've been more spoiled than any other fan group. But um, until I see something else, I'm just going to assume they're probably going to hire Mayo or Rabel, which, I mean, wouldn't be the worst thing, but I'd rather a clean break and just start new. I mean, like I said, Ben Johnson's my guy, but, you know, any, anyone else, just. Start over new and see what happens, you know. Yeah, Ben Johnson. I think I Ben think, jo- um, Ben Johnson would be good in a lot of places, man. Yeah, I think he. I mean, the, the only reason he'd come to New England is because it would be a completely clean slate. Because there's obviously other places he can go with a lot more talent. You know, the the only advantage to here is they have a ton of cap space and the number three pick, but. Um, the rumor is Rabel's also attractive because Tennessee is still paying them, and Kraft is known to be a little cheap too. So who knows? Yeah, and we'll see I, what happens. And I've said a couple times that New England would be a disaster for like JD Five or for Penix Jr. or for Caleb Williams or for. But things have changed a little bit now that Bill's gone. You know, now that Bill's gone and we don't have his botched attempt to run a pretty crappy offense let's get some double tight ends like bill you don't have aaron hernandez and and gronk anymore it doesn't work you can't go get hunter henry who's actually played really well let's give him hats off to hunter henry the way he's played but you can't take hunter henry and jonu smith and ignore wide receiver and say that we don't need wide receivers we'll just go with this double tight end uh situation you can't do that and Bill, Bill tried to do that yeah. for, for years, and he doesn't know what he's doing anymore. He doesn't. He's, he's lost out there. He looks – he's wandering. And, and so now that New yeah. England doesn't That's have Bill to hold them back, the number three overall pick is probably going to be a quarterback if you don't find a, a QB. I imagine you spend that on a quarterback. You'd ha- you should. And if you get Penix Jr., JD5, um, Drake May – I, Drake May feels like a New England Patriot pick now for some reason. I'm envisioning that. But Drake... Yeah, well, they've, they've been talking a lot about him down Yeah, there. so Drake May with the Probably right coach, there. and then you, you go get a T. Higgins, you go get somebody like that, then all of a sudden it's not a bad spot. If JD5 landed in New England now, and you bring in Ben Johnson, and then you know you address the wide receiver position in the offseason, there, there aren't a ton of wide receivers that, that make a splash, but there are a couple. Ridley... You've got Pittman, you got Higgins, you got Mike Evans. There's there's options that are there. Um, I, I think you you change the the situation for JD five and JD five with with Bill Belichick worried me. JD five without Bill Belichick doesn't worry me as much. And and kind of like AR five survived with this man right here and in uh, a, a pretty like I, I don't want to say watered down wide receiver room because that I know that pisses people off that love Pittman, but it's it's just not the same wide receiver room as other quarterbacks and. And AR five was yeah. still able to be a top five potential fantasy quarterback till he got injured. I think JD five would have tons of success if you gave him just a little bit of wide receiver help, and you don't have a coach that's going to hold him back. So, just so you know that if if JD five were to land in New England, I'd feel a lot better about it. I, I don't know that it's my favorite spot oh. right now, but I'd feel better about it. If Drake May went, that'd be a, a very good, a very good fit. I think, um, given what 
I think you could do with this offense in year one. What do you <clears throat> do? You like something like that better, where they take the QB early and address the wide receiver, or would you rather? Obviously, for fantasy, I know you want them to go in the you know best places for a wide receiver, or whatever. How would you feel about them taking? Marvin Harrison, and then taking a Bo Nix or a Phoenix if he falls or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like like, like Marvin Harrison and Penix Jr. would be great, but if you gave me the keys right now and you said do your worst or your best, I would trade, I would yeah. draft Marvin Harrison Jr. and I would trade the farm for, for Justin Fields. Well, yeah, I've been I've been saying for a month that's what I want to. Ever since I, I mean, I, I, will, I will win immediately. I, I will win immediately. I, I would take I this know, team. I don't know why a team wouldn't do that. Why, hey, why didn't why didn't why didn't these teams that are all on this list Mark right Jackson. here that need quarterbacks that yep. that that well not not the Chargers, but th- this list right here: Atlanta, no quarterback; Seattle, no real quarterback; Washington. I mean, how play well, but he's not the future. Las Vegas, we like O'Connell a little bit, but he's not necessarily anything to write home about. New England, uh, Levis isn't, I don't think, anything special. Personally, obviously, Carolina's not going to go get a quarterback, but these teams right here, aside from Carolina and, and the Chargers, these teams right here are the ones that said specifically Atlanta, Washington, and I believe it was New England that said, we don't want Lamar Jackson. We don't want Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah? How is that looking right now? Where are you now? Where are you now? Look at the coaches. Oh, wait a minute. That are there are the coaches are gone. All three of the coaches that are involved in sending Lamar Jackson away off of two measly first round picks. And yeah, I was wrong on thinking I said immediately when he got the lower tender of the two first round picks where a team had total control to go grab him, I said he's gone. And I was wrong. But I don't think, I think these teams were wrong. It was logical. And these teams crapped the bed. These coaches crapped the bed. And that's why they all don't have jobs right now. Because they didn't take advantage of what was the easiest decision of their entire careers. Go get Lamar Jackson for two measly first round picks. And you failed. Every single one of you failed. Every single team on here, except for the Chargers and Panthers, because they have a quarterback, you failed. Carolina didn't have a quarterback then. Everyone failed. Right. F. F. Yeah. F grade. Failed. And if if you if you put Lamar Jackson on Seattle, Atlanta, New England, Las Vegas, they're probably all playoff teams because they all have Atlanta, New England, both have good defenses. Seattle has the weapons. Um, Las Vegas probably has a decent enough defense and the weapons. You know. Yeah. It's mind-boggling. All right. Hey, I'll see you later, pal. Yeah, thanks for you later. Yeah. All right, Bill, we're going to put you back over in the corner here. Play nice. I know you're over here. Play nice, Bill. Failure. We don't don't want Lamar Jackson for two first-round picks. If it were up to me, I would trade everything for fields if I was New England. Draft Marvin Harrison Jr., trade whatever I've got to for Fields, and I would win. And I would start winning immediately. And if I couldn't do that, I would pray to God or trade up from the second round into the bottom of two where you know no one's, or just the top of round two, and get Penix Jr. if for any reason he slides past 16. Which I know a lot of people think it's a certainty, but I don't necessarily believe that because I use my eyeballs. I used my eyeballs and Penix Jr., who's a midseason monster, and that's not going to change no matter how much hate anybody wants to sling on the kid. Penix Jr. was a Heisman Trophy lead dog candidate who threw for 4,600 yards and 35 touchdowns and is coined as one of the most accurate quarterbacks, but because he played a team one day, the national champion, Michigan squad, of a of a of a solid defense that made him look mediocre like they've made everybody look everybody's running and in, in lazy takes. Give me Penix Jr. to Seattle 
And then if he goes through this gauntlet of teams that don't need a quarterback, he slips to the top of round two. Somebody walks in, takes Penix Jr. as their starter at the top of round two, and they hit a home run. I was wrong about Lamar Jackson being had for two first-rounders. When that was announced, I immediately went live and said he's gone. I, clearly, I was wrong. But was I really wrong? Or, or were these teams wrong? These teams were absolutely... They sharded the bed. They sharded the bed. Lamar Jackson for two, two picks. Two picks. Look at these coaches now. Atlanta, we don't want them. Where are you at now? Washington, we don't want Lamar. He doesn't fit our... Where are you at now? Tennessee, New England, the Raiders. Where are you at now? Looking for a coach. Looking for a quarterback. Because your team's garbage. Because you got no signal caller. And Lamar was available for pennies on the dollar. It's unbelievable. Fields. Go get Fields. You need a quarterback. Go get Fields. What are you thinking? What are any of you thinking? You hate Penix Jr.? Well, Josh, I don't think he likes, he's that fond of you either right now. Okay? And you can hate him all you want. He's an absolute monster. And you can you can, you can wait for his mid-season monster breakout performance there, pal. All right, appreciate you all. I will see you all later. Thank you for hanging out and and, and going over this situation. Uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Hats off to Bill Belichick. Let's send him to the moon one time out of respect. To the moon. Absolutely phenomenal um, numbers there that he dropped in the NFL. Uh, and you got to give him his flowers. But at the same time, like, uh, you know, I, I smell a situation that does not does not feel real. I smell a paper tiger. I smell a coach that might have lost his touch. However, and I, I'm putting this on the record because I think there are two ways to look at this and there are different scenarios and we've seen uh, him play him be a very good coach with the right personnel. I think if he goes to let's say the Los Angeles Chargers, then Bill Belichick would would have an opportunity because the pieces would be in place and he could do what he does well. He could do what he does well. Uh, uh, Penix folds under pressure. How? How? God, uh, P, P Nasty, no offense, bro, but that's such a lazy take. It really is. Did he fold under pressure the prior game when everybody's saying, oh, God, this guy's amazing under pressure? Come on, man. You're going to take one game that's a lazy take. P. Nasty. He was a Heisman Trophy candidate all, all, all season long because of his ability to deliver under pressure against good defenses, bro. Again, him and JD5 were doing it against good defenses. Lazy take, P. Nasty. Very lazy. Fold under pressure. Anybody that says he was exposed or folded under pressure, only watch the national championship game against Michigan. Come on, bro. Doesn't make any sense, pal. See you all at 8 p.m. or probably sooner. Don't forget, we're live Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. Live whenever big news breaks like this one right here. Appreciate everybody being here. Deuces.
the Saturn men. One small step for man, one giant leap for Saturn. Leave it on the fields. Just in time. Fields of dreams. Fields like making love. Outstanding in his fields. Fields so good. Fields general. My fields good. Uneven playing fields. Battlefields tested. Fields. Fields. He's for reals. Uh, uh. Your Bijan card has been revoked.